It's Tuesday, November 18, 2014. The Keystone XL pipeline really is a win-win. I call this the XL, the extra lethal pipeline. U.S. Senate floor fight over the Keystone XL pipeline. Uh, the State Department is the proper venue for uh, reaching this determination. Can Congress override the president? The tribe considers last week's House vote on the bill an act of war. Native Americans vow to fight the pipeline. Plus... The indictment is in relation to the deadly explosion at Upper Big Branch. The Dark Lord of Coal, Don Blankenship, finally faces accountability. Indicted over the deaths of 29 minors. All of that accountability and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I'm not a scientist. I'm not qualified to debate the science over climate change. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a scientist. Yes, everyone who denies man-made climate change has the same stirring message. We don't know what the f*** we're talking about. Yep. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, some very encouraging accountability news in a moment. I know you're going to get to it. But first, in the U.S. Senate, we've got all of these people who have been telling us for a year that they are not scientists, they know nothing about science or global warming. And now here they are on the floor of the U.S. Senate telling us it's time to build the Keystone XL pipeline. We've got nothing to worry about. It won't hurt the climate at all. As we go to air, the U.S. Senate is just about to vote on legislation forcing approval of the controversial proposed Keystone XL pipeline from Canada, which is currently on hold pending a court challenge. Now is the time for President Obama to make a decision on the Keystone XL pipeline. Stewardship demands that we not build infrastructure to unlock the tar sands, the dirtiest source of oil on the planet. This whole thing started with an inexplicable maneuver by Senate Democrats to induce voters in Louisiana to vote for Democratic Senator Mary Landrieu in a runoff election. It looks unlikely at this hour as we go to air that it will reach the 60 vote threshold to defeat a filibuster. And President Obama suggested on his trip to Asia last week that he was going to veto any legislation seeking to short circuit the process. Understand what this project is. It is providing the ability of Canada to pump their oil, send it through our land down to the Gulf where it will be sold everywhere else. It doesn't have an impact on U.S. gas prices. So let me get this straight. Democratic Senator Mary Landrieu from Louisiana is in a runoff, a fight for her life. It looks like she's going to lose. So she's forcing all of the other Democrats in the U.S. Senate to vote for something that Republicans want. Right. Democrats are always thinking. While the president noted that this is not really about jobs, even the CEO of pipeline owner TransCanada also admitted the Keystone XL will create few permanent jobs. CEO Russ Gerling conceded as much on ABC's This Week. And yes, the uh, actual operating jobs are about 50. Oh, 50 jobs. Totally worth it, Democrats. Republicans have vowed that they will have more votes on the Keystone XL pipeline next year. But Obama is likely to veto it. Will the Republicans then have enough votes to override his veto? You know, it seems unlikely they'd get the 67 votes to overcome a presidential veto. But the Congressional Research Service says that although this has never been tested before, Congress probably has the legal authority to bypass the executive branch and approve the pipeline using its constitutional authority to regulate international commerce. They don't need the permission of the president at all. 
all? It doesn't seem so, but again, it's never been tested. However, Native American tribes in South Dakota have vowed they will not allow the pipeline to cross their tribal lands. They're calling the legislation an act of war. In a statement, President Cyril Scott of the Rosebud Sioux tribe said, Congress, quote, has now signed our death warrants and the death warrants of our children and grandchildren. The Rosebud Sioux tribe will not allow this pipeline through our lands. Do they have the legal right to keep it from going through their lands? Well, it's part of the treaties that were signed in 1853 and 1861. Oh, those old things. And if they do stop it, is there a route around their lands? Possibly, but that would start the whole environmental impact process all over again. Well, that sounds good. Meanwhile, accountability for coal. Hopefully, you know, he'll get exactly what he deserves. Coal mine boss Don Blankenship, retired CEO of Massey Energy, has been indicted on four federal criminal counts over the Upper Big Branch coal mine explosion in West Virginia in 2010 that killed 29 miners, the worst U.S. mining accident in 40 years. Federal prosecutors say the evidence shows Blankenship pushed unsafe practices, put profits over people, and, quote, conspired to commit and cause routine violations of mandatory federal mine safety standards. The mine was cited for over eight hundred safety violations in just the two years prior to the deadly explosion. Brad Blog's legal analyst Ernie Canning notes that the gag order the judge has placed on the case may still not ensure an impartial jury, particularly as Don Blankenship is a director with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce who can say whatever they want, spend as much as they want, and are not subject to that gag order. We will be following that story in the days and months ahead. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to on this busy day, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Call is West Virginia.